0: before we have our seat, let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you. We exalt your name. We thank you for a deal like this. We thank you for the word that you have sent forth. Our Father, let the word minister to us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let them see you and not see me, Lord. Let me be a unto you, Lord. Let the word go out and heal people in the name of Jesus. The word shall live beyond these walls in the name of Jesus. At the end of it all, testimony is bound to come in the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Let's have our seats. Um, Before I start, one thing I learned from a great man is that wherever you go to, there should be acknowledgement. So I want to thank that in the house, thank our pastors for such an opportunity thank our teachers and the church thank you very much now let's open our bible to first timothy 4 12 to 16 i read from the new living translation first timothy 4 verse 12 to 16 the new living translation it says don't let anyone think less of you because you are young be an example to all believers in what you teach in the way you live in your love, your faith, and your purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church. Encouraging the believers and, and teaching them. Do not neglect the spirit gift you received through the prophecies spoken to you when the elders of the church laid their hands on you. Give you complete attention to these matters. Throw yourself into tasks so that everyone will see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right, and God will save you and those who hear you. Hallelujah. Verse 12 says, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Now, an average person might want to preach the gospel, but because he is young, they might think less of him. But it says, be an example to all believers in what you teach, in the way you live. In your love, your faith, and your purity. Now, you all will agree with me that the word today is that for anybody that is ready to stand for the gospel, for anybody that is willing to preach the gospel, people don't see you as anything. They consider you senseless. But you know for me, I'd rather be senseless to make heaven than to to have wisdom and yet not make heaven. So, therefore, this morning, I titled my sermon, We Stand. We Stand. Now, looking at the definition of stand, to stand means to be in a specified state or condition. To be in a specified state or condition. Now, teenagers, we, we said, we stand. We stand for Christ. What does Christ stand for? Love. Let's put my Bibles to 1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians 13. Verses 4 to 5. I read from the Amplified Version. It says, Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious, nor boils over with jealousy, is not boastful, does not delay itself. Do not have itself unseemly, seeketh not our own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. First of all, Christ stands for love. That is why he said love is the greatest of all. As Christians, we need to love ourselves, one another. When one is down, it is the love that brings the person up. We don't, need to, we, we don't need to do this out of jealousy. No. We need to love ourselves because Christ has left the love for us. If you love somebody, then definitely there is nothing bound to make you jealous between that person. That's a genuine love. Secondly, forgiveness. Forgiveness. Romans 12, 17. Romans twelve seventeen. And it says, Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. Now, the Bible, the Bible says in the message translation, it says, Do not don't eat back. Discover beauty in everyone. People will say, "I forgive you, but I can't forget." Where is the love? Fine. Whatever they've done to you, there is a scar. There yeah, definitely. But you have to let go. That is why he said, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And yet, we have somebody in our hearts. I forgive you, but I can't can't forget. Then I wondered, Bible says in the Psalms that, and God was with David, and God was with David, and God was with David. Why was God with David? Because David was a man after God's heart. And you cannot go after God's heart having someone in mind. Let me tell you a story my teacher, always, my, my teacher will always tell me. He said there was a Christian woman that lived in the north. All our neighbors were Muslims. This woman will always want to go to church, but yet these Muslims will gather plot against her. Until the day she had A very important service in church. She wore the most beautiful dress about living. And these women gathered. Packed their children in numbers. Packed their pool. They all scattered the place. Put it in front of her house. She came out and everything on her body. The old one on her body. If it was me... If it were you, you would have gone to fight. You would have gone to complain. But this woman did something. She packed it. She cleaned it up. And she took it back to each and every one of them. And they came back and they asked, what God are you serving? That is to tell you that when Christ dwells in you, forgiveness is easy. One thing I do tell my friends is that, one thing I I do tell my friends is that, if you squeeze, if you put a towel in the bucket of water, when you squeeze it, what comes out? Now, if you put that same towel in a juice, what comes out? The juice. That is to tell you that it is what is in you that the world wants to see. So now, what is in you? Are you living for Christ or hypocrisy? Because the world will always want to get the last bit in you. That is why forgiveness comes in. You need to forgive so that your prayers might be answered. That's why the Bible says, "If you have anybody in heart and you bring your offering to me, your prayer goes nowhere. Nowhere." So it is very, very essential that we learn to forgive. The next one is peace. I define peace as completeness and wholeness. Because when you have peace, you have everything. Bible says, peace, I live with you. Fine, there might be some circumstances that require you to be, to fight, that might require you to be violent. But when you remember Christ, then you remember that word, peace. Because he has told us that what he is the prince of peace. And if Christ dwells in you, then definitely you are enthroned to have peace. Hallelujah. Another one is integrity. Proverbs 10 verse 9. Proverbs 10, verse 9. I read from the New Living Translation. It says, People with integrity have firm footing, but those who follow crooked paths will sleep and fall. The world today, nobody values your integrity. What is integrity outside? If you don't succumb to what they are doing, then you can't You can't succeed. But yet, as teenagers, we are still we stand. Because he has told us that do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. <laughs> that you might know which is acceptable, perfect, and the good will of Christ. We look at Job. So many, so many, so many things about Job that even I myself, I would have fallen along the line. But yet in Job you see love, you see forgiveness, you see integrity. A man that his children died, his friends left him, mocked him. But yet, he got more than what he had. Because he forgave, he loved, and he had integrity. Another one is the gospel, the good news. The word of God. wherever you go, you must be able to stand for the word. Stand for the word. Preach the word. No, I don't do this. This is what I'm doing because I live for Christ. I stand for Christ. 2 Timothy 3, verse 1-5, to five, the Bible says, we are the perilous times we are in the perilous times. Let, 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 let us read it. Second Timothy. Second Timothy three verse one to five. Now the Messiah Bible says, Don't be naive. There are different times ahead. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Convertious boosters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, dispensers of those that are good, traitor, edgy, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. The problem with most individuals that claim that. The stand for Christ is that after waiting for Christ for so long and he doesn't show up, let me take the other route. And if after working for Christ, fine. People don't recognize you. People don't look at you. What do you do? I stand for Christ. And move forward. Leaving Christ behind. And that is not the way it should be. Now, It is one thing to stand, it is another thing to stand firm. It is one thing to stand, and it is another thing to stand firm. Now you agree with me that somebody that is standing on a rock and somebody standing on a reed, they are both standing, no doubt. But the question is, what are you standing on? What are you standing on? Most Christians do say, or most individuals do say, I stand for Christ. I stand for Christ. That's what made me use David. The Bible says, and, and God was with David, and God was with David. Why? Because David was a man after God's heart. People claim, fine, I stand for Christ. I stand for Christ. But really, is Christ standing for you? Is Christ behind you? You complain, God fill me, God fill me. You don't expect to happen when there's no constant relationship. As teenagers, we have agreed. We have have, have settled our minds. We've been taught that even though the world is something else, but no. In the days of adversities, we are saying we stand. In the days of adversities, We are saying we stand. I say again in the days of adversities, we are saying what we stand because he has told us. He says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Wherever it's coming from, adversities will we stand. Another thing is temptation. We go to school every day. Our friends are doing this, they are doing that. Even Jesus Christ God was tempted. And we look at these things. At times we want to succumb to this, but we remember that yet we have Christ. But you know something. At the point when you need Christ, you might find out that I am not seeing this Christ. I am not seeing God. I am not seeing God. But let me let you know something. Christ will never come at the time you don't need the most. Such as life will never give you the wrong thing at the right time. Now temptation, the Bible says in First Corinthians 10, 13, the message version, it says no test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. Is that God will never let you down. He will never let you be punished past your limit. He will always be there to help you come through it. In the times of temptation, we stand. In the days of temptation, we stand. Another thing is trouble. Trials and tribulations. When we have that, say, okay, fine. Bible has told me that trouble may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. He said, though I walk you through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. The rod and thy staff they comfort me. He didn't stop here. He said, "Thou not prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. When God has set a table for me to eat in the presence of my enemies, who are you? <laughs> who do you think you are? When Oba, Oba, Lily of the Valley, Almighty God, Jehovah Rui, Ebenezer, is in my front and I'm eating who are you? Where you come from? Who you be? Hallelujah. What must I do to stand? That's one question we neglect. What must I do to stand? Or oh, paraventure. I've fallen. What must I do to stand again? The first one, let's open a Bible study. John 4, verse 6. John 4, verse 6. Sorry. John 14, verse 6. John 14, verse 6. John 14, verse 6. And it says... Jesus said unto them I am the way the truth and the life no one commits unto the father but by me for you to stand firm you must acknowledge that there is Christ that there is God and acknowledge that the fact that Jesus is the way the truth and the life to God so you must have a constant study of the word of God hallelujah if you want to stand firm, you must have a A constant study of the word of God. Secondly, Romans 12 verse 2, the New Living Translation says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know what God wants you to do. And you will know how good and pleasing and perfect His will really is. For you to be able to stand firm, your mindset, your behavior should be on Christ. So that when the days of adversities, temptation, trials and tribulation, troubles are coming, All what you are saying is, I stand. Looking unto Jesus, the also and finisher of your faith. I might not be where I want to be, but I'm not lacking. Hallelujah, somebody. I, I might not be where I dreamed of, but yet, I am not lacking. Because I know definitely, he never sleeps nor slumber. He will not leave me. No, he will not. Bible says in Romans 12, 12, he said, be glad for all God is planning for you. Be patient in trouble and always be prayerful. I should be glad for what God is planning. What God is planning, I have not seen it. What God is planning, I don't know. But yet, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. Just thank him because I know that. Fine, he's planning something, and I'm glad for what God is planning. I'm being patient in the times of trouble because He has told me that a thousand shall fall at their side, and ten thousand at the right hand side, but shall not come near thee. I haven't talking. We stand. We stand. We stand. Before you can help somebody, you must be firm. And as teenagers, we are agreed. We stand. And so if we stand together, nothing else will happen. But to stand in agreement. And if standing in agreement, then we will speak in agreement. And in one accord. So definitely. Before your light can shine out. Something must be done on the inside. And that's Christ must be on the inside. Amen. So before your light can shine out bright. Christ must be on the inside. The simple message we are passing today is that you might not really expect much or you might be expecting much from God. But what God is saying is, be patient. He that keepeth Israel never sleep nor slumber. Because he has told you that before you were born, he, 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 he knew you. Because you can never calculate your time to be God's time. God's time is the best. Because you can never know when it's coming. But yet, when it shows up, you might not even expect it. That is why a man of God said, whatever happens to a man, is either God ordained it or permitted it. So whatever is happening to you, you shouldn't be saying, God, why? God, why? God, why? Because some things need to fall out for others to fill in. People will betray you for the best to come. Everything might not be all rosy, rosy for now. But when God steps into the boat, peace be still, the prince of peace. Through the storm, we are saying we stand. We are not backing down. No, we are not. Because we have Christ standing with us. We have Christ behind us. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Let's just say a simple world. Father, I look into you. I look, look into yourself. What do you see? At this point in time, what do you see? The songwriter says, Spirit, lead me beside stewards. And so Father in heaven we thank you, we appreciate you, we bless your name, we thank you because you are God all by yourself, we thank you for a fresh word, we are glorified in the name of Jesus. Father these words will cause us to walk on the right path in the name of Jesus. This word will cause us to walk on the right path Lord in the name of Jesus. Father, any way we have fallen short of you. Father, make us stand in the name of Jesus. Give us the energy to stand in the face of trouble. Give us the mindset to know that yet you are standing with us. Give us the grace never to fall short of you, Lord. That we will stand with you and you will stand with us in the name of Jesus. And you will cause us to stand firm on the rock of your words in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answered prayers. For you are called by yourself. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.